Hey everyone, uh, back at it, WIMT, episode number 35. Uh, real quick, I'll be doing a speaking engagement at the Songwriter Support Group at Enlightened Studios in Fort Walton on July 31st. I believe that event starts at between about 7 and 7.30. be speaking about you know, the ins and outs of artists working with booking agents and kind of what booking agencies look for in an artist and the relationship between the said artist, booking agent, and venue and all that stuff. So if you'd like to come check it out, if not, that's cool too. You should go check out Enlightened Studios anyway. Those dudes are doing cool stuff over there. Um, I guess by the time this comes out, uh, tomorrow mm. uh, will be Imogene's doing their... Uh, it's an all-acoustic show. They only did 50 tickets and sold out in like 36 hours. So that was really cool. It's cool to be able to sell tickets that's right. in a hometown. So super excited about, <clears throat> about that. So yeah, July 31st. Uh, songwriter support group at Enlightened Studios. Uh, aside from that, my guest tonight is Jamie Cooper, a longtime friend of both Shane and I's. Uh, we had a really good time. Uh, Shane, what's new with you, dude? Uh, today wasn't a good day, man. Oh, World Cup. Yeah, you came and you came and watched some. You came and watched some England and Croatia match with me. Some football. It was uh, It was not a good time. Uh, it was a great time. It was a great time. Until the end. I thought it was a good match. It was a fucking damn yeah. good match. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't go uh, the way I wish it would. A lot of those matches didn't go the way they were supposed to go this year. Which I think this was probably the most upset World yeah. Cup that it's been in a long time. I thought, I was about to call shenanigans on the Russians making it as far as they did. Because yeah. I think they lost something like seven matches going into the World Cup. The only reason they got into it was because they were the host country. Yeah, and like that, and yeah. then they and then they made it into the uh, uh, the quarterfinals. Yeah, and I was like, oh, the fix is totally in. This is bullshit. <laughs> that Putin money, dude. Yeah, I know, <laughs> dude. He just wins everything. <laughs> so he's winning elections abroad, winning World Cups, whatever. So, but uh, but yeah, man. So the World Cup. What else, man? What else, well, dude? We we're in full summer swing. I mean, yeah. it's uh, you know what it is, dude. It's just it's just madness out here. Yeah. Um. But, uh, you know, keeping that chin up. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> wait, waiting for the cooler weather. You got, oh man, it's been so brutal. Everywhere. It's brutal everywhere. You can't get away from it. Dude, when I get in my car and it says 107, I'm like, fuck life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. You have to get in your car, like, at the hottest time of the day, too. Yeah. Like, like right 2.45, 3 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, man. I've been running and, uh, like walking my dog at about like six thirty, well, seven o'clock. Even today we were at lunch. I walked outside, you know, just like mm-hmm. go hang out, hang out with Mama Carmen. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mama Carmen. Yeah, <laughs> that's always good to see. Uh, oh, she's like, the best. I'm like, dude, how are you? I, how are you sitting out here right now? Like, she's just chilling out there. She's like, well, you her, know, with just her PBR <laughs> and her her, her, her uh, American spirit. Yeah, <laughs> just, just chilling. I'm like, it's fucked out here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man. Not too much, dude. What's going on with you? <clears throat> dude, the same old head down, working. I just went to Michigan for the weekend. That was cool. Yeah, it was your grandmother's 90th, yeah, right? Yeah, grandmother's 90th. Got to spend some time with my niece and nephew as well, because both their both of their parents had to st- stick around here in Florida. So that was cool. I watched, I, well, first I swam, I stayed on this lake, and it's a half a mile wide. And right when I got there, my nephew, Easton, was like, let's swim across the lake. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'll swim across the lake. A half a mile across the lake doesn't look like a half a mile across the lake. 
but I got about 200 yards into the swim across the lake. And I was like, this is the worst idea I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, so, but we did it. It took about like, we swam a mile, dude. Dude, that's dangerous. Yeah. Well, not really. Cause if you get tired, you just, you get on your back and just, I mean, but how deep is that lake? That lake's deep it's 40, shit, right? it's 40 feet in the middle. Yeah. Jesus, dude. Oh yeah. You, you didn't touch from the time you got to the other side, you take about a five, 10 minute break. You stand on land and then you just swim right, swim right back. <laughs> I was like, God, that was a miserable idea. I know what I'm not going to do again. Do you remember that time we, we all took the paddle boards out when we were living on the bay and we were going to go across, uh, the Choctahashie to, I went across the bay with Evans. Oh, I did it with Evans. I, I only did it with you. It was me, you, Cole, oh. and somebody else. And maybe like ten, a, a few of our buddies. And, uh, we got, Probably about the same, about 200 yards out on a paddleboard. Yeah. Like, uh, fuck no. Yeah. This isn't happening. You yeah, did I that? Couldn't... I didn't know you did that. Yeah, Evans and I did it. And a storm came in on our way back. And it got really scary out there. It got really scary. And, uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't do that again either. Unless I knew the weather was going to be good. and Like, if I was going to make a day of it. Like this was this was like Evans and I going to get a quick workout in. Yeah, making a day because that's not what we did. Really, like, oh yeah, it's cool. It's like it's like I think it's like three miles. Four o'clock. Like yeah, we'll just go paddle over there, come back. <coughs> yeah. Like, no big deal. No. Yeah. So I swam I swam across that lake and back, and I was like that wasn't a good idea. But uh, I was really I was concerned about him too, but he seemed fine. Like he was struggling, but so was I. But like I kept checking on him several times to make sure he was safe. He was good, and then. He wanted to watch a scary movie, so he watched one of the newer Child's plays, like the Cult of Chucky or, or the oh, Curse of oh, the Curse yeah, of Chucky yeah. or something like yeah. that. And I cleared it with his mom first, and then cleared it with his nana, his my mom, his grandmother. We watched we watched Child's play, and the first thirty minutes he was pretty terrified, but then he realized just how ridiculous it all was, and he, like he was yeah. good, like he wasn't covering his ears anymore. How, how old is Easton? And Easton's almost a teenager, I think. I think he's twelve. He's going into seventh grade. Damn, isn't that crazy? Damn. Yeah, yeah. He's about to be a teenager. Um, and and then I think back to, like, the things that I was doing when I was like twelve and thirteen. You know, just well, that's what I was asking. I'm, I'm, thinking, like, I'm like, like, well, any horror movie that's like from the '80s has got tits and ass in it. Like, yeah, well, this thing. is the newer Chucky one, so there was no nudity in it. Oh, word. Yeah. Uh, but but then like he you could tell that he he was scared at first, but then he wasn't. And then he we woke up the next morning. He's like, "What movie are we gonna watch tonight?" And he I was like, "What do you want to do? Scary again?" He was like, "Yeah." He's like, "What do you know?" He's like, "What do you know about it?" I was like, "The new it." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." I was like, uh, "About ten minutes into it, I almost shit my pants." And he thought that was the funniest thing ever. Just <laughs> yeah. he's like, "Like really?" And he's like, well, I didn't almost actually shit my pants, but, well, kind of. And uh, Figured it. I was, but I was like, I'll tell you what, if you want to watch it, man, we can watch it. Knowing full, like, the first ten minutes of that movie, he wouldn't have made it through. He'd be like, I'm done. Turn it off. I'm done. But then he got he got really, like, psychological, like, got really in his head about it. And that's all, like, he started obsessing about it all day long. Yeah. And then he went, like, he typed into YouTube, like, scariest scenes from It!, yeah. And was like, and was watching that, and so when it got when it got time to watch it, I, I was like, I don't think it's a good idea. Not, I didn't think it was a good idea. I was like, we aren't, we're gonna watch Happy Gilmore, all right, rather than watching what? it. Yeah. So anyway, I saw it in the theater, and I remember it being pretty scary. And then I watched it with Kelby last night, and I was like, 
I'm so glad I did not watch this with Easton because no, I've seen no, the movie no, and then I watched that. it again last night and it was terrifying. Dude, that that that's that age as well as like when I got like so deep in a horror film. Mm-hmm. Like every like like I I begged my mom to let me rent Texas Chainsaw Massacre from Blockbuster. Yeah. And she did. And she like let me watch all of it. And like so like and that's that's fucking brutal yeah, still. For sure. And uh, just how that sounds and how it looks, like even even watching it now, I guarantee you that that kid watching that's gonna go, "Fuck, that's yeah. crazy." Have you seen the new it? Not the new it, no. Ooh. But I'm sure it's brutal. Ooh. But dude, I, let him let him go fucking ham. Well, if he wants to watch it, he can, but he can't do that when he's with Uncle Jared. <laughs> like I don't want that. Comedy. You don't like uh, it? No, I I don't want him to associate that with me. Because he would have lost his shit. He wouldn't have been able to make it through that movie. How do you know? I that? can I can almost not make it through that movie. He was having a hard a hard time with like Child's Play twenty nine. I think you're projecting. No, I'll watch. He'll watch that shit, and I'll report back to you when he does. <laughs> do it. I'm let just, him watch. Let him watch the original text. But it, it was like it was Nana and his mom who didn't want him watching it too, though. I so I had to respect their. But Happy Gilmore is still good. Of course, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, but anyway, so we watched Happy Gilmore. We ran. Uh, he he's a cross country runner, so we ran a couple times while we were there too. So it was cool, man. It was cool hanging out with them. It was cool hanging out with parents. Got to see my grandmother, uh, and my grandfather. So it was, it was a good time, man. It was a whirlwind though. Like, but every like almost all of our time was planned. So I like it better when I can go chill a little bit. Not, I, I hate that. Like yeah. you're on like, I mean, I, I guess it wasn't vacation for you because you mm-hmm. knew you were going to go do yeah. something. But the whole idea of an, an itinerary. Yeah. I'm not about Like that. I even went into, I, we even went into Detroit and saw a Tigers game. But even then, like I was up at 6 a.m., uh, like went for a quick run and then was in the car by seven. We had to drive three and a half hours to Detroit for this game we're at the game for three hours. Then you get back in the car, drive three and a half hours back. And by the time you're done, like there's a full day right there too, man. So even on your chill days, you're still, still a whirlwind. Yeah. But, but anyway, so uh, our guest today is Jamie Cooper. She owns Fancy. Events? Yeah. Yeah. She's a, uh, uh, I guess what you would say, a high-end wedding planner. A yeah, fancy, a fancy wedding and a special There's event planner. Special event planner. I think yes. Uh, but you'll learn all about that here in a few. So, uh, so please enjoy listening to Jamie Cooper. Boom! Back in the studio, uh, my guest tonight is. Jamie Cooper McDowell. Hello. In the house. What's up, Jamie? Hey. How are you? Great. Happy right to on. be here. Cool. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you and to you, Shane. Uh, we've been trying to do this for... A few months now. I think more than a few months. Yeah. I think like half a year, probably. Listen. You're a busy lady. Oh. I mean, I, I put up the illusion that I'm busy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's, a, it's a real pleasure to be here, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, so let's, what, what do you want to talk about? What's going on? What's new? Uh, not too much. I'm kind of, uh, on my little 
what I call my summer break right now because mm-hmm. it's too damn hot for weddings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just gearing up for fall season. So it's kind of like a little summer break too. Now, is it busier for you two to three months out prior to these events? or uh, Typically typically like 30 days to six weeks out okay. uh, per event. So yeah. as they kind of overlap really from March to June is kind of like my sweet like spring summer season and then it completely stops because it's so fucking hot yeah um and then september october november so what have you been doing what have i been doing <laughs> um just hanging out really hitting the beach sleeping yeah I've, you know i've i've been on the boat a few times which is a new thing for me this year would you guys get a boat <laughs> uh drew's parents have a boat right um so we we kind of pirate it yeah. and take it as our own. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the best I've ever heard that I've ever had that term used. Well, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah. So but it's now I just feel like I have a 9 to 5 like desk job. Yeah. Then I don't have to be sweating profusely at. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's typically event wedding days everyone looks beautiful except for me. <laughs> Cuz it's just like a real sweat situation on the face <laughs> yeah is it just you at the events or? um it depends on the size well you're probably so, contracting a, a lot of stuff out too yeah so you're so, overseeing yeah lot. so i basically facilitate a team of vendors and if brides uh, are smart they contract with me to like i i say that i curate the events so i pretty much handpick the vendors and we do the whole de- design conception and um I just kind of like take over so brides yeah. brides and clients because I don't do all weddings just like 99% weddings yeah um but yeah so from like start to finish I kind of handpick everyone and then the day of I'm there overseeing and managing and telling people what to do and sweating yeah profusely yeah I remember talking to you when Kelby and I first got engaged mm-hmm. about you gave me a statistic you threw out a statistic about the average cost of, oh, the, of the average wedding <laughs> I think it was something. I think it was like thirty thousand dollars. That is, uh, so there are a handful of like uh, wedding websites that are. Uh, they say that the national average is like thirty five k, which I guess if you take into account like Nowheresville, USA, whatever, yeah. that makes sense. But um, the, I think the bottom line is much higher, probably. Maybe yeah, not what's, double that. What's the fancy average? Uh, fancy will plan events of all shapes and sizes okay. uh, for any discerning clientele. Fancy, yeah. Fancy, yeah. Yeah, we need to discuss that. We, yeah. didn't, we just went into right because I know what you're doing, but listen, our listeners don't yeah. know what you're doing. So the name of your company so is Fancy. So the name of my company is Fancy. Yeah. It's a boutique uh, special events planning firm located in Destin, Florida, but willing to travel just about anywhere. Um, and yeah, I specialize in weddings and special events, planning. And like I said, I, I feel like a curator of experiences. That's mm. what I say. Ooh. An architect, if you will. A curator of experiences. <laughs> a curator like of experiences. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I plan weddings and special events of all shapes and sizes. And I've been, Fancy has been alive and kicking for three years now. This is my third It's been three years. Right? Crazy, huh? Uh, But I've been in the industry for about nine years now. That's right. Yeah. So started out in design and then 
wanted to be my own boss. As like graphic design? No, or? like event design, like okay. florals and actual like okay. decor. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, started doing that for a company on 30A um, and fell in love with it. And and from there, knew that I wanted to, you know, be a hashtag boss bitch. <laughs> and um, yeah, eventually just wrote a business plan and, and here it is. Executed it, yeah. 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 So you've done events outside of the area? Um, I mean, I've done I've, I've done events mo- like for friends and family and stuff, but uh, mostly for you know from Pensacola to Panama City. But I will go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Have brain will travel. So. Yeah. So it's fun. I mean, it's a. Uh, I'm sure you. Know, it's you know kind of what you do, Jared. As far as like different every day kind of never know what you're gonna yeah yeah <laughs> get into when um but lots of fun it's, it's i would imagine it's dealing with a lot of personalities as well yeah it's uh it's a really emotional um place to be in at all times it's either real high or real low mm. um you don't really get a, a middle of the road bride but when you do it's like <laughs> honey it's <Yeah>. so good <laughs> well the stakes are so high with what yeah you do, it's emotional like with what I do, a lot of times, <clears throat> if say a band of mine shows up, they start five minutes late mm-hmm. at a funky blue shack gig, mm-hmm. like big deal, mm-hmm. we'll be okay. They'll right. play five minutes later, right? But uh, to, you know, something like that at, at a wedding can, can, can be detrimental. Yeah, yeah. I would. Well, uh, you'd be like, it'd be like doing bow jams. Yeah. Every time you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, uh, it's crazy. I I uh, actually heard the other day and I've read the statistic before but I guess I've just heard it a few times lately that an event planner is um, one of the t- I think it's like three or four in the top five most stressful careers yeah, and behind, occupations. Uh, behind air traffic controllers. Yeah. It's like higher than like yeah. uh, emergency responders. So you know. Yeah. Patting myself on the back for that one. <laughs> um, but yeah it's stressful. I mean it's ideal uh, I'm you know I'm uh an accountant. I'm a psychologist. I'm, you know, I'm a mean mom. I'm a, you know, all, like everything. I'm a cheerleader. I'm a drill sergeant. Yeah. Shoulder to cry on. So, so how do they, when they approach you, will they mm-hmm. just say, we have this, they, mm-hmm. they just give you a dollar amount? No. Most of the and time, say... most of the time they don't want to throw a dollar amount out mm-hmm. unless they're like accountants basically. Yeah. Um, but most of the time I get approached whether through the interwebs or referrals, um, and somebody contacts me and says, Hey, we're doing, you know, I'm having a wedding. I'm getting married. This is the date. Um, either we've have a location, we don't have a location. Um, cause people will contact me in like various stages and they just say, basically we're interested in you and what do you have to offer? And most of the time, well, all the time, I'll send back a, an email and just say, hey, heard, can I get on the phone with you? Yeah. Um, because I tend to write really long email responses, and it translates a lot better if I can talk to you on the phone. Um, but, yeah, so then typically I get on the phone and just kind of go down my list of, like, what do you want? What are you looking for? What's your budget? Yeah. You know, are you, are you eat like, laid back are you looking for a million dollar wedding on you know paying five dollars for it like what's what's your end game and from there um i like to say i basically interview them as much as they interview me 
And if it's a good fit, then I, I beg and plead for their business. And if it's not, I say, let me refer you. Yeah. To, other to someone I don't like very much. Uh, and, and most of the time, I mean, I kind of, uh, I think a lot of people, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to grow your business, obviously most, I want to say yes all the time, but even in the past, you know, a couple of years, I've already started, like, I can kind of pick people out of a crowd and where I know that, you know, the, uh, the gains will not be <laughs> greater than the like the pain that goes mm-hmm. into it. So I've I've turned a few people down, but I mean for the most part, as long as you know if it's a good fit, then most of the time we do work together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. That that's probably got to be helpful. Also, that your uh, your husband is uh, is into like finances and stuff as well. Oh, so he probably helped you with. Some of that. Uh, some of he the, tries. Yeah. Bless him. He <laughs> yeah. really tries, and I am, I am a uh, stubborn. Yeah. I want to do it all on my own. Yeah, for sure. So he's, and he actually, I mean, you know, I like to think that he married me. He knew I was a, a smart cookie. Yeah. He's way smarter than me, but um, in different areas. You all uh, compliment each other because uh, he always tells me how much cooler you are than him. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Drew. Just kidding, kind of. Um, yeah, we, do, I mean, we, you know, we are alike in a lot of ways, but there we have, uh, our brains work very differently, mm-hmm. but I think that t- typically lends itself really well to yeah. our relationship yeah. <laughs> most of the time. I would have to imagine that you, you're kind of in the Mecca for your business yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, I mean, you know, I think last year or the year before, um, and I've, I've thrown this thrown this out before and I'm like, mm, I should probably back that up with facts. But, uh, from what I understand, uh, what I've read, Walton County issued something like 5,000 wedding, uh, and marriage or marriage license last year or the year before. I mean, that's kind of fishing with dynamite, so to speak. But, you know, I work really hard to reach uh, a certain demographic and a certain kind, certain kind of bride. Um, that does tend to lend itself to a higher, like I say higher tax bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, uh, I'm an, I'm super emotional, like super emotionally driven. So most of the time, uh, I tend to vibe with brides who I get and who get me. And usually it works out. What, happens when, what <laughs> happens when it doesn't? What, what do you mean? When, when the budget doesn't match the, well, all or, of it. Uh, say, you know, have you ever had to cancel on someone? Like when when you're far into the planning no, stages, no. when deposits have been no, made. And, no, I'm again. I'm I'm a little too stubborn. Or like or day me. of. Have you had uh, some? No, I think. Knock on everything. Thankfully, I haven't. But I have uh, absolutely gone like kicking and screaming into yeah. an event. Um. And it's been for, you know, people who are wonderful, but then go crazy at the end Mm. and just kind of make your life a living hell. Um, And then there's people, you know, clients who I've had who I should have never said yes to in the first place. And the whole thing is like the worst experience. And you just wake up and you tell yourself, like, I've got 
three more months of this. I've got six more weeks of this. It's like when you're like in high school or college and you go, there's the one class you have to go to that you just hate. And yeah. you're like, I, I could, I could never go to this class and I could be just as good without it. And I don't know why, why did I do this? Why did I sign up for it? But you have to finish it yeah. kind of thing. And that's, but I've never, um, the worst, honestly, like the worst thing a client has not done to me or like has happened is like the day after the wedding, they got an old, it got an old. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. It was, they were super young. And it, well, I mean, ever, well, I mean, you still get paid, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get I get paid uh, at least thirty days before the event happens. Okay, in okay, full. yeah. No, we I've I've been through that too, where they're like, just put it on my tab, and then I have to literally like hunt them down. And like ninety percent of my clients do not live anywhere mm-hmm. near here, mm-hmm. so you know, once once they're gone. You can email and call yep. and text and say like, "Hey, you still owe me, you know, you still owe me a grand or like you, whatever the number is." And they're like, "Oh yeah, I got you, I got you." Yeah, well, um, well, so I'm sure. What about like with bands that, mm-hmm. that you have? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's uh, like a fifty percent deposit or something like that that you have to pay the band to get them down there, and then yeah, and then the uh, <laughs> a lot of times they're paid. Upon Day completion of, yeah. of performance, yeah. have you ever had issues with your vendors not getting paid from what, these people? Uh, and then how does that happen? So uh, most of the time, I am like a real crazy person the week before the wedding. Like I give my clients or event, whatever you want to call it. Um, they have lists. Like if I don't know, you know, when they're in town, like I make timelines that are like 20 pages long yeah. that like people, if they don't follow them, I get real. I'm really <laughs> nice, but I'm kind of pushy. And that's not, like, my normal personality. Mm. But for whatever reason, it just kind of, like, switches on on my game day, you know, so to speak. So I make sure that, you know, every th- that they go to the bank three days before. Because most, you know, most bands, for instance, they want the remainder of their payment in cash. Yeah. Or a cashier's check. Yeah. Um, so I make sure that, you know, they go at least two days before the wedding. And they have to give me the money as soon as they get it and mm-hmm. if they don't then i have to have it the morning of the wedding and if i don't have it then i have to make somebody go and yeah. I'll go like with them basically or if i have an assistant with me i make them go and say like i don't care where you go to the gas station i don't care where you get it from. <laughs> get a check <clears throat> yeah um but only one time and they were super this is it it's still one of the strangest weddings i've ever done uh and i did it in October at a really nice new resort in town. And um, the bride and groom were um, very, very strange. The bride was a lot older than the groom, but they were so older. Um, They had like, it was just a very weird day. Like they wanted all like skulls and like day of the dead themed, but they also wanted like very like princessy, it was a very strange like juxtaposition um and they band got done and the whole day i had been like where's the money where's the money and the groom was like i got it i got it i got it i got it and then towards the end of the night the band who was so nice they're like oh, jamie we need our money please and i'm like oh yeah great and then the guy goes oh here's my credit card and i was so embarrassed and was just and the guys were like 
um, no, we got to have cash. That's in the contract and whatever. So the groom, bless him, he had been, as everyone had been drinking a lot, and he was like, oh, can you take me to the bank real quick and I'll just get this money out of the bank. And I'm like, you can't pull two grand out of the <laughs> ATM at 11:30 at night. Yeah. And so the band was really cool and you know, they said we typically don't do this, don't tell anybody, but um you know, first thing Monday morning if you want to transfer money to us, we'll we'll take it. Yeah. And so they did. And it all ended up working out really well much in part to the band mm -hmm. because they were so nice and I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be that nice and I've worked with plenty of bands who I have to be like, no, guys, this is their job. You have to pay them their money yeah. for their job. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. that's what contracts are for. Exactly. Uh, do you ever have, have you ever done back-to-back -back days? Mm -hmm. How's that? How's your weekend? Uh, it was terrible. I did I did a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday. Ooh. Yeah. It's pretty, it's legit. It's pretty lit, guys. <laughs> um, the If it hadn't been the people that it was, it would have never worked. I would have sent myself to the hospital. Yeah. And if I hadn't had, um, so my older sister, Holly, big shout out is my assistant on like, uh, not, not all weddings, but a lot of them coming up. It's just nice to have an extra pair of hands and I can boss her around and, you know, pay her and she's happy and she goes back to her kids and we're all good. Um, but if I didn't have her that weekend, I would have completely yeah. passed out yeah so i had one on friday in dustin one on saturday in san rose beach one on sunday morning in dustin um and it's it's terrible i like wear you know one of like the garmin like fit watches yeah <laughs> and that weekend i logged a complete marathon wow so yeah yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, especially like when I do bow jams, I did mm -hmm. that one year. Mm -hmm. I wore my thing and I'd, like it was something crazy, like three hundred flights of stairs. Right? And you like <laughs> you like wake up and you see it and you're like, hell yeah! Look at what I did. And then you're like, oh. And then you try to move. <laughs> yeah. And like, I can't move my legs. Yeah. And those are the days that Drew, uh, my husband, is always like, let's let's go out, let's go for a walk, let's go to brunch, let's. Like the day after uh, something like that, let's go walk. Let's go walk ten miles. Let's go to thirty a. Let's go on an adventure. I'm like, leave me the fuck <laughs> alone. Let me be. <laughs> yeah, um, the the day after Bow Jams, I can't. I don't walk. No, we just we just don't. And we like, don't do anything. Like I mean, that. I, I mean, I I just count myself lucky that I get to go to that as just a patron <laughs> yeah because it's a lot of i mean you have a lot of moving parts um, yeah um what would you be doing if you weren't doing event planning oh god um i would i mean there's so many things i, I don't know i you know like my first thought is that i'd probably work for my dad's company um and sling, that, that and, and sling fried chicken uh. <laughs> I was every time I go to Michigan. I, I was just in Michigan this last weekend, and I didn't get any though. You didn't, but normally but I But you do. went the last time, yeah. I know, yeah. It's so yeah, good, I right? Sent you a picture. It's delicious. It's so good. <laughs> it's the best. Go to Lee's. This Lee's a, famous recipe. This is not sponsored, but right. it, where, it should be. Where is the nearest Lee's to the Panhandle of Florida? Um, the nearest Lee's is in, I guess they're uh, Ocala. 
Okay. Florida and Jasper, Alabama are probably the closest. Yeah. Um, and then it's like Kentucky, Tennessee, Ohio, Arkansas. Who's taking on KFC on their home turf? Well, you know, Lee's, Lee, <laughs> story time. Lee is Colonel Sanders' nephew. Oh. Yeah. Um, and he, I think he worked for him. I'm bad. Uh, marketer, um, but he <laughs> he like took the recipe and created his own, and then started Lee's. Yeah. So he said, "Colonel Sanders, I got you." So is, is, you. isn't is, isn't didn't your dad like buy Lee's or something like that? Or is yeah. He... So he on he owns the he's the the, the franchise the, the C, No, he owns the brand. Okay. So he's the franchisor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And he has franchisees and then company owned stores. Okay. So I like I like to think that that's what I'd be doing, but I'd probably be like, you know, wanting trying to be like a travel blogger or a yeah. fashion blog, you know, yeah, insta famous maybe I don't know, but probably working for Lee's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. I'd well, be a travel. What blogger. would you do? Yeah, what would you do if you weren't? Uh, running I'd, i wouldn't be bartending anymore no. that's for sure yeah. that was a fun time in my life but it was a fun I time in my life too thank you jared <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i you know to be honest bartending's for assholes yeah shut up Shane. I, i'd say I'd, I'd say probably 90 percent of the guests that we've had on here though i've, I've met through mm-hmm. through either uh mellow or yeah. funky blue shack yeah you know. I was actually I was actually trying to think of it today how long we've all known each other. And I've, I I think it's at least a decade, it's maybe. At least. I mean, well, I've known yeah. your brother. Yeah. I mean, shit. For since, 20 I mean, years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I've known Shane since 05 and I probably I probably met you shortly after yeah. that, right? Yeah. It's you know? crazy. Crazy that we're all crazy. here. Getting old as shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was I was thinking about that because, like I said, I just went up to Michigan this last weekend for my grandmother's ninetieth birthday. Happy birthday, and, grandma! Yeah, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, but then I started thinking about like how old she was when I was born, mm-hmm. and like how big of a difference in age that is. Yeah, and just like how many different lifetimes that is. Yeah, then, you know, you start thinking about, you know, well, shit. If I live to be the average age. I'm about. I'm almost halfway there. Oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, shit. So what? She was like what, like sixty-three. No, when I was born. Yeah. I, I'm thirty-five mm-hmm. and she's ninety, so she was fifty-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my shit. My grandma is ninety-eight and she's like Benjamin Buttoning right now. Yeah. Like she's revert. Like your grandmother's ninety-eight. 98. She's gonna about a hundred. She's gonna make it. Oh, for sure, right? She's gonna make it. Uh, she'll probably outlive everyone, in the on the world on yeah. the planet. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, so she's like lived by herself up until my grandpa died when we were, when I was 17. So I'm 33 now. Um, she's lived by herself the whole time. And then recently, just this last year, moved into like a senior living community and is literally like reversing in age. Wow. It's crazy. And she's, she's, did she drink? Mm-mm. No, never drank, smoke, no, nothing, was, none of that well, stuff. Not, not that I know of. Yeah. Uh, but my both of my grandfathers were uh, pastors, and my this what kind? one, uh, my dad's dad was a Wesleyan, so basically an offshoot of the Methodist Church. Okay. And then my um, 
mom's dad, my grandpa Sparks, who Grandma Sparks is the 98 year old. He was, I don't, it was more like Church of Christ, like Hellfire Brimstone kind okay. of kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, so she lived by herself until last year. And they, my mom and her siblings were like, okay, we can't watch over you all the time and somebody needs to. Now that she's around, like, in this little, like, home, it's like club, club Beatrice. <laughs> well, she's probably more comfortable now, too. There's, yeah. there's probably a lot less things that she worries about. She doesn't so have to worry, assume, and she has, yeah. like, friends. She has, like, constant interaction, which I think that's kind of They the, play bingo uh, and shit. They play bingo. They yeah. go to the movies, which, like, my grandmother wouldn't would never let my mom and her siblings, like, go to the movies growing up. So my mom is, like, pissed now. She's like, she's going to the movies. She would never let us go to the movies. Um, but yeah, she's 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 actually living her best life right now. Well, good. Is she is she local? No, or? she's in Indiana. Indiana. Big ups Midwest. That's right. There's a theme. There's a theme There's in this a, podcast. A constant theme. Yeah. Is that where your is that where your family is from? Yeah. So uh, I was born in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, my Mom's side is all from Indiana. My mm. dad's side, they traveled around, but um, landed in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, home of the Little League World Series. Okay. Um, and so that's where he grew up. That's where my two aunts and my grandma and her husband are now still. Isn't that about to start? Isn't the Little League World Series about to start? Isn't that a thing? Mm. I want to say it's already done. Did yeah, it already I th- happen? I think it's in the spring. Yeah, I think it's about to yeah. I think it's before no. the college World Series. Yeah. Oh, I, I have so. no idea. Norm- I normally, right. I at least watch like one or two of those yeah. games. Because I don't like, think they play right before they go back to school. Because yeah. the, remember when the Chinese got caught like cheating? They had like four of their titles pulled because no. they were forging mm-hmm. birth certificates mm-hmm. and shit. What? They were all like twenty yeah, year old dudes. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they, and the, they were the sending, age limit is like thirteen. Yeah, they were. They were sending like kids that could fucking drive to, yeah. <laughs> to like yeah. come and kick the shit out of the Americans. Yeah. Listen, don't fuck with Williamsport now. <laughs> but that that is the I mean Williamsport is like one of these like you know central Pennsylvania towns that used to like thrive with like steel mills and stuff and now it's just kind of decrepit except for this like beaming light of the Little League World yeah. Series and it's crazy it's the way a lot of Michigan is as well yeah just because it, there was uh, there was lumber there was the automotive the auto. industry was mm-hmm. huge that's mm-hmm. what Detroit mm-hmm. and now like it's but it's crazy they're just <laughs> In downtown Detroit, there's several just beautiful buildings everywhere, yeah. but they're fucking abandoned. Yeah. There's, and it's really like, it's discouraging, but there's almost like, there's almost a little bit of hope. I would say there's yeah. still like the electric, uh, like that, like kind of little like current of hope where you're like, okay, this is, this is a real big dumpster fire, but yeah. I kind of feel something. Yeah. Something's happening. I mean, Eric's there, you know? Like, Who? like Ewick? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't know he was in Detroit yeah, now. Yeah, I was looking for him. I mean, Detroit's a big place. <laughs> you never you know. You can't miss. You can't miss Eric. When we were going into four, I think this is before Shane went with us, but one day we were, we were walking into 420 Fest. Mm-hmm. There he was. Like, wait, he's like, can you get me an extra ticket? And I was like, oh, shit. Can I? <laughs> no. He was standing there with his goat right outside the gates. I didn't realize Atlanta. he was all the way back. I thought he was still in the... Uh, on the West Coast. No, he's been in Detroit for a little over for a year. He got oh. fucked yeah, up really all that, bad. All that horrible shit happened to him. Did you see that? Uh, I mean, I try to keep up, but yeah, he it's got, he got like the, six that, months ago. The, yeah, that lady got beat uh, nearly to death. Yes, a, I do remember yeah. hearing about with a that. Fucking drill. Yeah, Jesus. like a handheld in, in yeah, Detroit. Yeah. yeah, Jesus. 
with people? Yeah, I don't know. Ugh, that's yeah. why. That's it was why I'm, I'm hustling weddings so I can just be a part of the happy shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't I want to be the sunshine. I don't know that so many people want to kill me yet. So I don't know. There might be a disgruntled okay. musician or two. But. Listen, I'm sure there's there's a mother of the groom out there somewhere that would love to clock me. I'm sure, but <laughs> but nothing nothing like that. Yeah, Drew always. I keep going back to my husband, but that's okay because he's cool. Um, but he always like wants to come home from work and watch the news. I always like listen. We got five minutes of this. Yeah. Because. What what news? Uh, what station? Uh, usually we're a CNN or MSNBC. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, big uh, Don Lemon, Rachel Maddow. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Brian Williams. I don't know. What do you guys want to? <laughs> yeah, I I go Maddow in. Fan. I'm not a Maddow fan. I go in phases mm-hmm. because I'll find myself. I'll I'll try to watch the news for like a week straight, but just in the mornings for like mm-hmm. like 20 mm-hmm. minutes while I'm you know just getting my shit together before I come to right. work. And then I'll find like three or four days. I'll be like, I'm really sad. Really <laughs> you know, like life's a fucking bummer. Yeah. And then I'll like I'll knock that out. Yeah. And I'll I'll feel better. I try. I I prefer to read the news. Yeah. As opposed to watch it. That's kind of how I like start my yeah. day. Like I get up. Well, because most of it isn't even news anymore. It's just opinion <laughs> leaders. Yeah. And yeah. just just list, just yeah. listener validation. Exactly. You know? So yeah. So when Drew wants to like watch the news, typically, uh, you know, obviously it's like something, you know, something else has happened. Yeah. And that's, but I have to put a time limit on it. I'm like five minutes and then Southern Charm. Here we go. Like, bravo. <laughs> Can't. What's Southern Charm? Southern Charm is a tele- reality <laughs> television show on Bravo TV following the lives of affluent uh, Southerners in Charleston. This is the one, if you keep up with uh, kind of celebrity news, um, this is the one where the uh, Thomas Ravenel, who was like, he ran for, he was like state treasurer of. South Carolina and got busted for cocaine and then dies. Likes to party. Likes to party. And then, um, yeah, he's a total, total train wreck, but got dismissed from that and then, or fired. <clears throat> then he's on this show. And now he's just been accused, one of the many men uh, of, of notoriety or whatever you want to call it that's been accused of sexual assault here in the last. But it's like this it's whole It's like big, real life house of cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he's, he's or a, fake life house of cards. Yeah. If you're looking at Kevin Spacey, right? He's a real turd. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, I've got to keep it light. And it's funny because like coming on here, I was so jazzed because I'm a big podcast fan guys. Who do you listen to? <laughs> um, well, it's not very deep, uh, but have y'all heard of my favorite murder? Kelby talked to me about it today. Guys, let me tell you this. Georgia and Karen, they really got something going. That's like the most famous podcast amongst like females between the ages. Basic of, white like, girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna be nicer about That's it. Okay, but it's Kelby, my favorite murder. My favorite murder. Um, yes. It is a true crime comedy mm. podcast, and these two phenomenal women, Georgia and Karen, every week they uh, each one brings a story, a true crime murder story to the table and um it's it's so funny and i'm obsessed with true crime like staircase mine hunter 
That, she, those that's, are like lighthearted. The, the for text me. today was the text today from Kelly was like they did the one on the staircase. Yeah, and I was like they I, did. I, I was they like did. who's they? She's like my favorite murderer. I was like I have no idea what you're <laughs> yeah. talking about. Yeah. What's, what staircase? Uh, no, investigate. What, what did South Park? South Park did that thing. ID. Uh, investigative murder porn. <laughs> 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 and for whatever reason, white women love investigative murder shows. I mean, like anything that has honestly, anything that's true crime. It's, it's true. Fucking weird. It's true. I mean, my uh, my parents think that my siblings and I are uh, fucked up because we just love. I mean, we will sit around and watch an investigative discovery marathon, you know, whatever. I've gotten suspicious of my wife. It's gotten to the yes, it's gotten to the point because like it'll just be on sometimes. It'll be on uh, ID, the ID yeah. channel, yeah. for like eight <laughs> fucking days in yeah. a row. Yeah. And I'm like, what is she? Yeah. She's either playing. Like, it can go one of two ways, though, because almost everyone always gets caught. It's really hard it's to true. kill someone these it's, days and get away with it. And Guys, there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, and the wife is always the first person they're going to go to. A so. loved one, yeah, your spouse, your significant other. Yeah. So whenever I'm like, man, I think she might be trying to take me out. Yeah. I'm just like, oh no, they go after her first. So if she does, she's totally gonna get caught. Well, There's no way. We uh, this was one of the first, I think one of the first things that Drew learned about me and still like stuck around was that <laughs> I loved, I love murder. Um, <laughs> but uh, we watched. I remember uh, this was a couple of years ago. We watched Gone Girl, and like at home one night, and he was like. I'm going to sleep on the couch tonight. <laughs> I was like, well, you're kidding me, right? And he goes, no. He goes, I really, I just feel really uncomfortable around you Have right now. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. And, yeah. And uh, so he knows that I've just watched, I've heard too much. I've seen too much to go back. So don't mess with me. <laughs> what, what other podcast do you listen to um, aside from I've, that? Oh, I, I, um, so my favorite murder. And then it goes like crazy, like. Y'all, I love an Oprah's Super Soul Sunday conversation. Okay. It's very uplifting. You sh- you laugh, Shane, but it is like, it's deep. Have you watched The Staircase? Have you watched the whole Netflix series? Every single second of yeah. it. Yeah. He did it's it. It's fascinating, right? <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's fascinating. Yeah. There's, oh my gosh. I don't know what you're talking he, about. Shane, why not? Why haven't you watched that? You got to watch The Staircase. We you talked about it with... Who was it that was on here? I don't think it was Jay. The, who was on here before Jay? I forget. We talked about the staircase, or maybe it was with Jay that we talked about no, the staircase. No, Jay would talk about Goliath. Okay. So what's the staircase? What are you talking about? It's the one where the uh, it's a true crime docu series yeah, on Netflix about this woman who um, falls down the stairs in her home after a night of having wine with her husband, and basically the whole thing is about how the trial that they are that the husband did it and there's a lot of like little like weird things that happen and the guy is weird 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 um he's (laughs) he like paints this picture of this like truly like perfect like he always like talks in a whisper when he talks about his wife and like how much she she lives in his heart and it's very crazy but like uh, then they come to find out that there was this other woman that died like years back in the same exact way and he again it was like the one that found her and he did it guys yeah <laughs> how often do alert. people die from falling down the but, stairs um, yeah let alone and you discovering them twice twice and they both had like lacerations 
on their head that like stairs don't make unless somebody is beating your head against them. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so, so watch it. Um, I will. Have you watched Mindhunter? No. Okay, that's not that's not like a docu series, but that is a true. That's um, a series on Netflix about the development of the FBI, like behavioral program. I thought it was really uh, good for yep. serial killers, y'all. Ed Kemper, my that dude <laughs> should win an Emmy for the guy who played that. Did have you watched it? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was, oh, okay. Well, I say a long time, like a year ago. Yeah. We when it first we, came out. We finally just watched it, and now... Which one is Ed Kemper? The really big... The first serial killer that they... Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. With the glasses, and he's... Yeah, he's my favorite. favorite. He's my favorite. I like him. Like, <laughs> it's really, crazy you like him. He's... He, oh, yeah. he's, he's my number one serial killer. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, so that and Oprah is really <laughs> what I... I mean, I listen to... Drew listens to, like, a ton, so I... You know, like, how I made that, and... Or how I built that, and which is really cool for, like, entrepreneurs. He mm-hmm. always comes home and is like, "Did you, did you listen to that?" It's one? called "How I Built That." How or? I built that, yeah. Um, with Guy Rizdal. Okay, um, I'll check that out. And yeah, he basically he he interviews entrepreneurs, and then I mean, we did the whole like serial and S Town, which is becoming a movie, by the way. Did They're you doing hear a movie that? on S Town. I've I have recently oh. read that the rights were bought and the movie is in development. Which I don't know how they're gonna do it, but like a documentary. Did you ever like finish no. S Town? Did no. you ever listen to all of S Town? Uh, I don't know if I finished the last couple episodes, but I, I, I mean, I listened to. Most, I mean, I know. What I, happened. I remember we listened to it on the mm-hmm. way to Four Twenty Fest when you. I put it on for them after I listened to it, mm-hmm. and they had the same reaction I did. Like the first five minutes, you're like, "What is this?" Because yeah. you hear them going, yeah. "This whole town's just going Jumbie. to hell in a fucking handbasket." Jombie, Jombie, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm uh, like anything and I, I like goes back and forth. I mean, it goes from like weddings to, you know, murder or whatever, but like, I, I'm just like fascinated with like humanity and like human emotions in any capacity. And I think that's why I do well in what I do is Mm. because uh, I, I like think one of the greatest things I have, I possess is empathy. And I think that's not, I I don't want to say it's becoming like less and less with people these days being empathetic to their fellow man. But I think I think that might be safe to say. I would or it might knows? just be covered up by other things, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like if I I think if I ever went back to school I'd probably go I'd get like an anthropology degree and just like sit on a bench and people watch all day and just study what makes people you Every know get married I... and what makes people kill. Yes. You want to murder people, right? <laughs> I don't want to murder anyone. Every time I consider going back to school, I'll start to like research it. And yeah. about an hour in, I'm like, mm, get I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Not gonna do it. Yeah, I've I reached the the level of education that I originally wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> I've been so. there, done that. I'm not going back. Were you recording? Are we live on something? No. No. Oh. I thought we might be live on something. Wow. When we do that, people will like type in questions sometimes. Oh my gosh. AMA, yeah. ask me anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really a Sophie's That's game. not. 
Y'all Man. had a good side, thanks. So what else? We got uh, we got podcasts. We got murder mysteries. Murders, podcasts. What? Yeah, I mean. We got weddings. Weddings. Mostly weddings. Um, what should we talk about? Now, I think I think a subject that y'all would be interested in because you are the band man is I think we should talk about wedding music. Okay. Because it's crazy, you guys. I I like keep track because that's my favorite part. It's mm-hmm. like the like the dances and like um like specific like formal music, like ceremony music and stuff. So I like keep track of what all of my clients use because I find them cooler when they use cooler music yeah um but like and all the repeat songs that you get all the time y'all if i hear my wish by rascal flats one more time in my entire life it will be too soon and i'm sure fucking butterfly kisses butterfly kisses i loved her first first, god guys i loved her first it's you are the best thing uh you are the best thing that's actually teetered off in uh in recent weddings. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a lot of, and especially around here, like, mm-hmm. because it is such, you know, we we're in the South and it's that certain like demographic or whatever. But yeah, I loved her first yeah. forever. Yeah. And then, um, uh, ceremony is always a thousand years. Yeah. Always. Which is beautiful. The first, like, hundred times you hear it yeah. and then you're just like, Ugh, it hurts. <laughs> yeah. I keep it pretty simple with, uh, when I book weddings, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm, dire- if I'm dealing directly with the, the bride or groom, mm-hmm. I'll basically say, this is, you're going to get the show of this band right. is what you're going to get. Yeah. They'll play two or three songs for you. They'll play your first dance. They'll play whatever, but it's mm-hmm. not going to be. This song's played at 745. This song's played at 748. This song's played. It's just not. Yeah. It's not what we're doing. I have a couple of brides coming up, and one in particular was like, we want Flow Tribe. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's awesome. That's great. I want you to want Flow Tribe. But do you realize that Flow Tribe is not going to play the Cupid Shuffle? Yeah. And whatever. And she's like, no, that's what we want. So I reached out to them. And then, of course, she was like, can you actually get a set list for us? Of like what wedding songs they play, so I like reached out to their manager and they were like, um, "I'm just gonna copy and paste this what we send to all of our clients who request us for weddings." And it's this whole I've kind of like stolen it for my spiel of of clients who want all of a sudden they're like, "We want different bands, but we want them to play Shout in the Cupid Shuffle and Shout." In the electric slide, and I'm like, they're not going to do that. Yeah, I want. I still want you to book this band, though. That's what I want. And most of the time, it doesn't go over like that. Yeah, but. I can't imagine Flo Tribe plays uh, or wants to play many weddings. No, I would assume that 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 number is probably pretty high. Yeah, for them as well. It's honestly, it's not. It. I was expecting a lot more. Yeah, but I also deal with you know, like wedding bands who charge fifteen grand a wedding. Yeah. Um, and the you know most of the time they're worth every single yeah, penny. and they will play shout and they will play and they shout. will play the Cupid shout and they'll get down there and they'll they'll dance with yeah. you. Yeah. They'll do whatever you want. You had a great wedding band at your wedding. We had it's like a the great best ever. Big night dynamite. I actually referred them to a client. Did you? Mm-hmm. They were they were the best. And uh, if memory serves, 
I tried to make them come out with us after the wedding. (laughs) And they were like, we're down. And I was like, wait, where are you guys staying? They're like, oh, we got a hotel in uh, Freeport. I'm like, no, you can't come out with us. (laughs) I'm like, you can't cross a bridge right now. You're like 30, 45 minutes away. They're like, oh, no, mm -mm, can't do it. Where did you guys go after your wedding? We just, well, we went out, a bunch of people went to uh, Old Florida. Okay. And we we went over there for, it felt like five minutes. I, I don't know. At that point, I was like totally delirious. Mm-hmm. And then we left. Did you plan your own wedding? I did. I sure Ooh. did. It was tough. Who was your day of? Uh, a couple of the girls that like are the coordinators for Alice Beach and okay. Seaside. Yeah. Um, who I've known for a while. So they kind of let me off the hook and took the reins for me when I, about two weeks out when I was like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm not a good bride. I'm a good <laughs> wedding planner. <laughs> so, but yeah, Big Night Dynamite, they were, they were big time. Yeah. They're, aren't they, they're Atlanta based, right? They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is what that did, a music garden band? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What did y'all do for your wedding? I had Apple Butter Express. That's right. Play for mine. Oh, I'm so sad that we still miss that. Yeah, we got married too close. You guys mm-hmm. were on your honeymoon, we right? Were, yeah, we were I think in you Ireland. got married the week before we, we did, did, correct? We did. Your anniversary is like the 11th? We're the 12th. The 12th. What are you guys? The 18th? 19th. 19th. See? No. November weddings. <clears throat> They're great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We did the, we did the backyard mm-hmm. thing. It was beautiful. Right? Yeah, it was, it was fun. We yeah. had a good time. I... I don't know if I should talk about this on here, but I messed up because I took some medication before oh, the no. wedding because I wanted to keep my emotions in check. I gotcha. And <laughs> I think I took too high of a dose of oh. said medication. And I, <clears throat> we didn't, you know, you don't have a chance to really eat at your wedding. No. So I, I ate almost zero. And I didn't drink a, an ungodly amount, but mm-hmm. I had probably like four or five drinks. Enough. And then I didn't know it, but someone gave me a cookie i didn't realize that it was an edible so i had medication <laughs> an edible and five drinks in me what a wedding and i had. didn't i didn't make it at once the wedding was over i was i was done too bless your heart <clears throat> yeah yeah but it all it all worked out because like kelby wasn't mad she that's good like, she was really cool about everything um and <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how i would have reacted to that I had a bride once who had like some real anxiety issues mm-hmm. and she uh, was heavily medicated mm-hmm. on the wedding day and the the reception went until, she, I mean, she was fine like the day before. I mean, we had worked together for a while, but, and she had told me like, you know, I'm going to be drinking champagne. I'm going to be taking lots of prescribed medication. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, all right, girl. She's like, I can handle it. I do it all the time. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and uh, the day before, she was like, I'm going to have so many beta blockers in me tomorrow. I'm like, let's not. <laughs> and sure enough, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, sure enough, she was she was like totally, I mean, she was totally fine up until like right before the ceremony. And she like got it together for that. She got it together for the first part of the reception. The reception went until like midnight. At nine o'clock, she was like, I'm done. I was like, are you good, girl? I mean, she was just kind of like, 
all over yeah. the place. And she was like, I want it to be over now. She's like, I'm just so tired. <laughs> and uh, Well, I was nowhere near that. Like, yeah. no one knew. Oh, no. Like, Shane, no one knew that yeah. I was on... Oh, no. Any kind of medication. I'm sure. You know? I'm sure. It wasn't it wasn't like that. But when the wedding was over, it was definitely time for me it to was go over. home. For yeah. sure. Bless. For sure. Yeah. No, this one had to fight with the, that was a big that was a wedding of first for You're me. like, you can't leave at nine o'clock. I was this she was, was like, let's just it. do this. Let's go home. And her parents who the dad the 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 dad is the reason that I have like a harassment disclaimer in my contract now. <laughs> because he likes I mean he was like screamed in my face like three times that day um which is not when you have like a six five that's not big nice. guy. oh yeah that's just not okay whenever yeah that was crazy yeah. but anyways um there's different ways to handle conflict yeah um and it wasn't it wasn't even conflict he was just mad that that there wasn't a bar where he wanted a bar but <laughs> anyways um but so she was like, I mean, pitching a fit really in the middle of the reception about how she was, she wanted everyone to go home. And the parents were like, we paid for this booze. We are staying until they kick us out. And so she, she I was like, can we, can we get you till 10? Can we get you sent off at 10 PM? <laughs> it's nine o'clock now. Can you last another hour? And she's like, fine. And like, literally like sat in the corner kind of like sleeping for an hour while everyone had fun around her. And then we did like the grand exit. And of course you do a grand exit. Everyone leaves cause they, they think the wedding's over. And so it ended up the last like really full hour and a half ended up being the mother and father of the bride. And they're like four best friends just sitting in, in the, ballroom by Makes themselves you. next to the bar you got off like yeah. an hour and a half early no i have to i have to stay until yeah. everyone leaves so they were just like straight chilling yeah uh but yeah yeah what a bizarre job i can't it's imagine okay. you should have your own show maybe i will <laughs> maybe i will yeah you should work on that i'll think about it uh yeah i mean i i try to like remember stuff i try to write stuff down because it's it's bizarre. It really, it truly is. I mean, it's, it's something that, you know, is so like kind of intertwined throughout our like society and world. And, you know, everyone, everyone knows about marriage. Everybody knows about weddings. Um, you know, pretty much half of the population, maybe not half, but a majority of that half want to get married at some point, dream about, you know, their wedding before it happens. Yeah, how crazy is that, that people spend, like, what could be a hell of a down payment on a house, like, for yeah. getting started. Yeah. Oh, I've read that stat. For, in, in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the States, it's outrageous. You could, I it's mean, just that, it's that culture. I've done weddings yeah. where you could actually... Buy a house. Buy a house outright. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure you've had quarter million dollar weddings, like, for well, sure. Had, uh, yeah, I've had a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which Ooh. is, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, the minimum is, like, 20 grand, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I think that that's about. I mean, we did ours pretty. Minimum. We did ours pretty, pretty a lot of stuff ourselves, mm-hmm. and I think that's pretty close to what we were at. You yeah. know, it's uh, so. I mean, the band. I booked the band, <laughs> like that. I <laughs> that I had there, and I, like I yeah. still paid them. B- yeah. Very 
very nicely for coming and playing that wedding. A very handsomely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a chunk of change. Like yeah. Twenty grand just to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're one day. No. One day. That's an investment into your marriage. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I say, because it is. Yeah, you got to start it out right. Yeah. Or really wrong. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Either way, there's a story. Yeah. Have, what have you noticed? Uh, any major changes since you've been married? Since in my marriage, in my yeah. marriage or my yeah. relationship? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's even though we, I mean, we've known each other since we were like fifteen. We were never like romantically involved, but we knew each other in high school, and um, then when we, so when we got together, I think it pretty rapidly like went became something serious, but. We lived together for two years before we got married. I mean, I didn't really assume, I didn't really think anything much was going to change, but it is strange how you like make it legal Mm -hmm. and uh, it becomes something more than like I was just anticipating, like we signed a piece of paper and had a big party and I got to wear a really cool dress and we got to go on a honeymoon and and everything was going to go back to normal Mm -hmm. Um, and which it did. But I think that, you know, I think marriage puts a little weight on a relationship that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Is that how you feel or did you think it was the same? Uh, just, I just, for me, it's, it's more of a, don't be such a selfish asshole, like asshole Jared, you know, like you just have someone else to consider at all times. Yeah. And that's, I mean, um, I think it's one of those things too, where you, you know, no matter how like committed you are to somebody, you know, if you have a fight and you have to stop and think like, I can't, I can't walk away from this. Mm-hmm. I can't just be like, I'm done guys. Yeah. Like, sorry about you. And you know, you have a, like you said, you have a responsibility to yeah. another person now. Well, and especially the, <clears throat> the way that the personalities are different too. Like yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm easy. Like my mm-hmm. expectations mm-hmm. are, I'm just glad, I'm glad to be here. I'm just happy to be yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> And, and for me, I just automatically assume, and I've, I think I've done this in other relationships that I've been in, mm-hmm. I just kind of assume that that's the way the other person is too, and that's right. not accurate. Mm-mm. So you just have to, you really have to understand yeah. that. And it's, uh, I, it, it upsets me when people are like, man, it's a lot of work to be married. I'm like, no, no I don't, I don't think work's the wrong word. You know, I think maybe compromise is a yeah. better word or, you know, just, I don't know, just being aware. Yeah. Of what, of what's going on. Yeah. Like today, Kelby got Kelby got mad at me today. Well, not mad, but just she's like, because she had to go do a, like a job today, mm-hmm. and I did some work in the morning, and then I went and watched the the soccer game, the World Cup game, and then I came home, uh, hung out for like an hour, and then I went and walked the dogs. She went to like her boot camp thing, and when I got done, mm-hmm. like I had my air my AirPods in my ear, I was listening to a podcast. She's like, "Will you talk to me?" I was like, "What do you mean?" Like, is, is there something, did I miss something? Do we have to talk about? I do this and all the time. And she was just like, no, just, will you talk to me? And I was like, okay, yeah, but I got to go do this like yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I feel for Kelby just because I do the same thing with Jeremy. Yeah. And, you know, he, Which I understand it. Yeah. It just, and, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think too, like going back to like work, ver- like marriage is work versus, you know, you know, compromise and all of that stuff. I think that for me, marriage has been a great lesson in self-care too, where it's like when you have the responsibility to somebody else to like 
be that person for them, you have to make sure your shit's good too, because you can't be, you can't be what your partner needs. And I think this is really in any like committed relationship, Mm -hmm. but like if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take, you know, or at least help take care of somebody else. So that's been, that's kind of been a learning lesson for me as well. Yeah. I've, I've, that's something I've really been into (laughs) since we've been married, since Mm -hmm. we got married, Mm -hmm. you know, like even like looking at my, my wedding pictures, I've, uh, I'm down like 24 pounds since my wedding just because I saw like our photos and I was like, yeah, when did this fucking happen? <laughs> you know, yeah. feeling thin, my teeth look good. <laughs> well, no, I've got definitely, I've got I definitely have some ways to go, swag, but I also recognize swag. Uh, um, like I started, I also started doing these. Like I want to, I was talking to Kelly about it. And I mm-hmm. want to do. I just finished doing uh, 30 days vegan. Oh, just, how did that uh, go? It wasn't as hard as I thought it yeah. would be. Uh, it, and I. I felt great. I was getting really tired at like two thirty, three mm-hmm, o'clock in the mm-hmm, afternoon, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This can't just be the way things are right. from now. Yeah. Like this can't." So, and I don't want to be on any kind of medications yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. And uh, my blood pressure, like I, I, I got all my shit checked out. And the only thing they said was like, "Your blood pressure is a little elevated." Yeah. And they're like, "Not, not anywhere near medication, but just You're like I own my own business." Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it no is. shit. Of course. <laughs> Uh, and th- basically the best, the best diet that I found for, uh, weight loss and mm-hmm. lowering blood pressure was a vegan diet. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, Robbie, the guitar player from Imogene is also vegan. Yeah. So I, I was able to talk to him about it okay. and Kelby started her own business now to where she's doing vegan meal prep. I know. So it just all That's like, so <laughs> yeah, so it all like kind of just worked yeah. out. And honestly, after like a week and a half I've, I felt pretty, yeah. pretty amazing. I've done a, I've done a, like dairy and gluten I think cleanses. the dairy is huge dairy is huge gluten is huge dairy, for me too yeah you, I, you know humans are the only animals that yep. drink milk from other animals one of my best friend's mothers has told us that for 20 yeah. years she's always like do not yeah do not eat dairy do not consume milk it's mm. not for you yeah and but I'm like but it's so good see I'm fine without milk I don't drink milk I don't drink we milk keep either. almond or coconut milk in the house yeah. we don't but cheese like, is a big a, deal though <laughs> yeah, some garlic <laughs> cheese bread or like to do today I got a I got a vegan I got a vegan pizza at mellow mushroom today and I was like I didn't even like after a slice I was like this bullshit this is this. awful yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like I don't yeah. want I don't want almond milk yeah. I want Fake ice cream. Yeah. Al- no. Although the Yasso, have you had the Yasso? Um, it's like the Greek yogurt ice cream. I mean, mm-hmm. it's um, it's pretty good. No. I, think, I think Halo Top is the worst. So <laughs> Halo Top's awful. It's the worst. Yeah. Yasso is the only thing that. Uh, I'll see like girls on the, Instagram posting like their Halo Top shit. And I'm like, you do it. not like that. You don't like it. <laughs> Quit. Quit trying to get 10 cents on the pint, guys. But the, uh, the Ben and Jerry's. Uh, Dairy free uh-huh, is uh-huh. incredible. Okay, it's right. delicious. Okay, so I'm doing like the weekday vegan thing now. That see, and like that's Monday what... through Friday, do that, and then mm-hmm. like Saturday, Sunday, you that's know, it's awesome. Good for be you. Be reasonable, but I just started. I'm doing 30 days booze free now. I'm gonna try every 30 okay. days. I'm gonna try to do a different a different free. challenge <laughs> because it's I th- I, like I think that's important too to like have like some sort of structure or rules or like a goal that you're always, because if not, if I don't have rules for my Mm -hmm. diet or my alcohol consumption, it's a dumpster fire, (laughs) especially with what, like with what you do and with me being in the entertainment business, you're just surrounded by it. It's crazy. And I tend to think like, so I, I, 
big thing for me too is therapy. So I go to therapy once a week mm-hmm. and I love it. And I'm, I advocate it for everyone just to have, you know, somebody to talk to that doesn't know you. Um, but, um, but I've, I've considered that. How does that, so, um, <clears throat> or your particular, uh, one. So she, uh, she, she's a lady, uh, who's a licensed, you know, mental health counselor. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just go for an hour a week and, you know, I can unload or, you know, I can talk about, you know, she'll prompt me from time to time. Cause as she's gotten to know me, she kind of knows like where my brain goes. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's nice to, you know, it's, I don't want to get like too deep, but like sometimes owning your own business is, it's kind of isolating and it's, you know, if you don't have a team around you and it's just you and you know, you, uh, you interact with people on event days and when you're like having meetings with people. But I mean, there are some days where I'm like in my office from morning until night Mm -hmm. for, you know, a couple weeks on end. So, And although my husband is wonderful, you know, he comes home from a 12 hour work day and it's like, we're both just kind of like zombies. So, um, but talking to somebody who, you know, who has no, um, bias to you whatsoever, where you can just say like, this is really making me mad today. Or like, I feel, you know, I feel scared. That is my, you know, I I feel successful now, but how am I going to feel in six months or, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Um, so that's a really big thing, but I think, uh, like you were saying, like the structure, and I just lost my train of thought, but it was a really good morsel. Um, we're talking about therapy. Yeah. I'm just trying to think what it was. <laughs> Cut this out. Um, <laughs> Do you, uh, isn't, isn't that strange, like, especially when you are your own business? Yeah. Uh, just that, that roller coaster, like some days you just feel like you're, you're killing it, killing it, and then something can happen and just make you question everything. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I can't yeah. do this anymore. And thank you for saying that because that's what brought it back. Yeah. Uh, no, this is what I was gonna say is that those days that happen, where and I, I, I feel it like almost every day. I don't know how much you feel it, um, but like with with my clients, with my business, it is a mo- an emotionally driven business, mm. and I interact mostly with. Uh, females on a day-to-day basis and my job is to be a giver and I'm a I'm kind of a natural born nurturer as it is so like I can especially when it gets really busy whether it's during the slow time where it's all paperwork and meetings or if it's during like event season I get like drained like just depleted um and it kind of goes back to like if you're not taking care of yourself and like your brain and your body and your heart and your mind, how do you then be an effective business owner, husband, wife, you know, employee, employer, um, all of that stuff. So yeah, how many things can you be good at at once? How, if you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know that's a big reason. Uh, you 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 talk about therapy, and mm-hmm. that that's a big reason that that we designed this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost because I spend all my days managing everyone else's creative endeavors. Yep. And if mine, I do get to, I, I do get to be creative mm-hmm. with a lot mm-hmm. of stuff when mm-hmm. it comes to the marketing and, and all that. But for a lot of it is very much in a box. Yeah. Negotiating yeah. contracts, these deals and that. And also I, f- I find myself a lot of times I'm, I'm just surrounded by musicians mm-hmm. and you do, you develop relationships with all these people, but at the same time, 
You're like, man, I, and I, I don't know how to say this, but you almost want to be like, I wish one of these fuckers would just call me to hang out one right? time rather right? than just it's call me to be surface. like, I need you to do this. Yeah. I need you to do yeah. that. You're like, and that's what I am. I'm a service based. That's yeah. what I do. I provide a service and I understand that. Yeah. But just once I'd want someone to be like, right. you know, like call me to not yeah. talk about a contract or music or right. something like that. Well but, then, but then know. I find that when that happens and people are like, Oh, you know, we should, we should get together and go have a glass of wine. It's like, yeah, let's do that. I'm stoked. And then it's like, let's. What do you talk about? <laughs> let's talk about weddings the whole time. And it's like, no, let's talk about murder. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I mean, I think what what you're doing here is an is awesome, and I think it's an incredible kind of study on vulnerability because mm-hmm. I know for me, like this is not really a challenge because I feel like I'm just talking to my friends. Yeah. But I think that, and especially like in, in my case and like the people that you ask onto this show, like, like Jay and Laylee and musicians and all these people who are kind of like self-sustaining, um, business owners and that kind of thing to come on to this show and to just, even though it's just kind of like, a, a back and forth kind of chat for a little while. It's to be vulnerable and to open yourself up and to have conversations that you might not have, not not only like with your friends or your coworkers and colleagues, but like on the internet. Um, I think that's an incredible thing that you're doing. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad you came on. Hey. For sure. Guys, I'm here um, for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and another really interesting thing. Uh, this is going to be the first time to wear back-to-back weeks. We have a married couple. so The old dream the, team. You're setting the bar. <laughs> I'm setting the bar incredibly so, high for Drew McDowell. I know. I'm, What's Drew going to do? I don't know, but he He is, better bring it. Listen. He, he better have some talking not, points. He's not going to like <laughs> that I said this, but man, he is jealous that I went before him. <laughs> I can't wait to... You know... I, I don't do this very often, but when I, I remember when I first talked to Drew mm-hmm. and he kind of like alluded to the fact that you all were seeing each other. I was like, of course you are. That makes so much <laughs> fucking sense. You know, sense. it's so funny. You know, like you are one of like 20 people who have yeah. said that. Like when I called a few of like my best friends that don't live here anymore and I was like, oh, I have something to tell you. <laughs> I went out on a date with Drew, and they're like, of course you did. <laughs> it makes like, so wait, much sense. Yeah. The, it, it doesn't, because typically I, I get the response of what? <laughs> <laughs> or I did get the response of, huh? Him? <laughs> but no, Drew was the first one that um, everyone's like, well, duh, of course. Remember, uh, remember that time when you were seeing... So one of my friends and I and I had and it was a brief breakup that Kelby and I had uh-huh. and uh, myself and so-called friend were having a we're ha- we, I, we knew that you all were at a different place so uh-huh. we decided to go to a place where there was no one in this place mm-hmm. it was just myself and this other guy and this person and we're we're drinking a beer after work just you know talking shit yeah. and got, and who walks in. <laughs> Kelby and Jamie. <laughs> we were just like, all right. Uh-huh. This is great. Cool. This is fun. Cool. This is fun. This yeah. one's supposed to happen this way. Yeah. And then he uh, dumped me at the bar. Yeah. And at, the, at the Funky Blue Shack. Did that happen? During his shift. What? <laughs> no. Nice. Really? I swear, yeah. 
He invited me huh. up there to come like hang out, and I did. And then he was like, "This isn't gonna work." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Could have, could have sent a text. Could have, could have made a phone call." And he was like, so, I like just... "Can I get a drink?" Yeah, I'm like, Wait, "Are you still gonna serve me, or do I have to like get Jared's <laughs> schedule now?" <laughs> Memories. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days. Young, wild, and free. Yep. Kind of. <laughs> yep. Well, shit. Anything else? We we're at we're a little over an hour, but I wow. mean, you got you got something that was, else. That was good. I mean, you know, I'm an open book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I can't talk. Uh, I mean, I can talk, but I don't know what you guys want to talk about. Um. How's that vino? What are you drinking? Uh, this is, uh, I think it's pronounced Aluin. Aluin. Is it? Is it bartender? It's a Pinot Noir. It's a Pinot. Mm. My, my dad just started drinking wine, which is kind of a strange, kind of a strange thing. Is it? Yeah. I told him about the whole sideways effect. Are you familiar with the sideways effect? Are you? Okay. The movie Sideways with Paul Giamatti. Have Mm -hmm. you seen it? Are you talking about the, the Merlot thing? Yeah. Yeah, what happened with Merlot and Pinot sales? Mm-hmm. Yeah, after Sideways, that movie came out. Mm-hmm. Pinot Noir sales in California alone went up 170 percent, while Merlot sales dropped, 60. dropped <laughs> significantly. Because you know, the, you know the scene I'm talking about uh-huh. when he's like, "If she orders any fucking Merlot, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not drinking any fucking Merlot." <laughs> yeah, I'm not drinking any fucking Merlot. <laughs> no, it did. Which, yeah, it dropped. They, it crazy. dropped. Like, the, the number is like It's like sixty percent. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. I believe it. I can't. I cannot drink they're, Merlot. They're still down. Like yeah. Merlot. Oh. Merlot's done. Are, uh, Listen, yeah. Merlot yeah. is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Merlot. <laughs> Sorry. Pinot and Cab. Paul Giamatti has the best freakouts. Like in in oh, private parts. Right. Why? Yeah. Why does you are the motherfucking Antichrist? <laughs> yeah, his, his, his whole bit's the whole end credits is just him freaking out. Here's the real question: Why does Paul Giamatti not have at least twenty five Academy Awards? I feel like he is the most underrated. There's so many actors. They, they like like uh, Gary Oldman. That dude is in fucking everything, and it's awesome. been in everything. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, no, he, Paul he won an Oscar this year. Awards, he, he just did. And was so that his did, first one? And, and for what? For uh, sure. uh, Churchill. Okay. Or yeah. the whatever yeah. the darkest yeah. is that what it's uh, darkest it, hour. Darkest hour. Yeah. Where he's where he's yeah he's uh, he's Churchill. Mm-hmm. Winnie. Um, uh, see if Paul Giamatti's won uh, an Oscar or anything like that. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I feel like he should have a have a whole like, room full of them. Like DiCaprio, like he's won. He's never Ugh, won one. Leo. Yeah, that's not like an ongoing joke. Yeah. But I think that he just won. He one this he year won too. last yep. year for the last Revenant. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He should have. He should have won for Titanic, guys. Did you see Wolf of Wall Street. It's Drew's favorite movie. I if I've seen it once, I've seen it probably a hundred yeah. times. I love it. I think it's so great. <laughs> it's so funny. Matthew McConaughey's. I was just part. thinking. I mean, when uh, he, yeah. <laughs> those are rookie numbers. <laughs> Drew does the chest beat frequently. Yeah. Now that is one thing that, and I wonder if Kelby has done this for you, but Drew has, uh, he's certainly like opened my eyes to like entertainment things that I wouldn't normally, I don't think I would have ever. Just murder mysteries. Just No, I brought the murder for, uh, mysteries. With to Kelby. The okay. Yeah. So yeah. So 
and uh, horror films too. I didn't I didn't do the scary movie thing, but now I'll do them every now and then. With I will not. I will not. Um, he did bring. I mean, I knew about it before, but like like Band of Brothers and like mm-hmm. all of those like really really like, like sad war, war yeah series and movies and stuff. I don't do those. The Patriot was really the only one I ever got into. <laughs> Giamatti has never won an, uh, an Academy Award. I mean, he's won a bunch of Gordon, Golden Globes and Emmys and whatnot. But, but never an Oscar. Yeah. It's time we change that. I know. That's going to be my new podcast. I really hope. Get Paul an Oscar. <laughs> it's just he's your guest every week. <laughs> I really hope he's not a scumbag. I hope he doesn't get yeah. me too Getting me too. <clears throat> like that Kevin Spacey shit. That Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Why'd you have to go and do that? And now, and now Chris Hardwick's pretty much done. I, yeah, we'll see, man. That, that, he lost all his shit, dude. Yeah, he got straight up yep. fired. He hasn't gotten fired. That's actually a weird one. They, they've just like, put him he... on a uh, hiatus, as, mm. a, as yeah. far as I know. And I don't know, man. What's weird about that one is that there's a whole bunch of like exes. I just read this because I was like, "What the fuck? What's going on with this Hardwick?" Yeah, it's all been silent. It just happened. Yeah. AMC dropped him, you know, or at least from that. Yeah, like, uh, he's huge in the Comic Con, so they dropped him from those panels and all this stuff. And then I guess there's a whole bunch of his exes are coming out and like defending him. Yeah, I've seen and, that. And I've seen. Well, I've seen one in like, particular. Dude, like it's bullshit. So it, you know what that that's the really that's the hard part about that is because you you have to be really careful because that could have been one hundred percent fiction. Yeah, she could have written. Yeah, and at the same time, she never mentioned him by name either. I mean, it's a given that that's Obviously. who it was, but still, like, that's really difficult. You can't because you can't say you're full of shit. Yeah. You can't. And, and it's also just a weird situation, specifically that one, because, you know, it's the whole thing of, like, her getting blacklisted from Hollywood and blah, blah, blah. But I the, mean, that I believe. But the issue uh, is, as, is that, do you know who she is? I don't know who she is, but I just, but just knowing, uh, and I guess just from, like, a female perspective, I completely understand, like, the whole, like, even with, like, the Harvey stuff, like, all of these women who have said, like, my career has been ruined. Well, I've been, a monster. Like, blacklisted, you know. You know yeah. All of these things, like, just as a female, like, a female perspective, I totally see that and understand that. And I've, you know, I've been lucky enough to, I mean, I've been put in, especially, I've, I never thought that I would be put in such weird situations as a wedding planner. Yeah. But like, I mean, you give you give somebody an open bar and high emotions and all that stuff, and you're bound to get like put in uncomfortable Some situations. Some weird shit. Yeah, yeah. drunk uh, drunk dudes are the worst guys, especially when you're sober <laughs> and like trying to make sure that like yeah. shit doesn't like fall off the handles. But like, I can I, I you know I've been in a position positions before where like guys are drunk and they're like you know whatever and you give them a stern like nope go back to the party and then ev- every time they pass you they're like that girl's a fucking bitch don't talk to her and it's like stuff like that where it's like i can i can totally see like on a grander scale of you know a, ho- a hollywood career or whatever the case may be of people doing that on an, another level because i get it all the time yeah. as a female yeah. <laughs> in destin florida I guess I just mean in that 
particular case, you're, you're also mm-hmm. talking about somebody when this supposedly happened mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. also not the Chris Hardwick that everyone knows now. He was not that household name like that, right? Yeah. And two, this uh, his ex is not wasn't some prominent actress. Right. She was a cosplayer. Like that's just what that's she just okay. cosplayed, right? And like, how did your Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But what do I know? I don't yeah. know shit. What do you, yeah. And it, it, me saying when that it, is probably horrible, right? Like, No, I mean, I think it's a conversation. I don't I, think you passed yeah. any sort of judgment. Yeah. I think either way it's dangerous. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like, well, when is the right time to yeah. speak your truth? In any, in any sense of, you know, whether it's me or you or Chris Hardwick or his, you know, ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. or whomever it is. Um. And how does that, you know, this is, this is, I feel like something that's been going on for such, for all eternity, for all of like mankind. And we're just now like, really like, it's bubbling to the surface and nobody knows really how to navigate it except for, you know, it's just one big gray area because you want to crucify and sanctify and, you know, but everyone has their stories and their truths and well and everyone has a voice now yeah. just because communication we can we can we're communicating on a completely different level than we did 10 years ago i'm just so glad there was no facebook when i was growing up. oh thank god no instagram no twitter oh uh, if there was facebook when i was in high school no no i i can't imagine yeah i can't imagine and yeah the uh just the instant kind of gratification yeah. and like viralness viralism, and like kids sending each like sending each other nudes and shit too like so i feel like i think i was like right on the cusp um, of it mm-hmm. happening like i had a live journal mm-hmm. like i had a zynga like i yeah. did like it was my space like all that like that see was i was i was out of high school there. by the time i yeah, had my lj was, so yeah. facebook started my <clears throat> sophomore year of college and it was just when it you could only get it yep. when it was dot edu yeah. was mm-hmm. in your email and then so it was that and like MySpace kind of right mm. there, but because LJ that was a thing like like live journals it, it was all it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. You write something, it's comment based, it's likes and dislikes and all that shit. Yeah, actually, I don't think there was a dislike. I think the dislike actually just came. Yeah, that's all, a new right? thing. Yeah, that's like a new thing. God, remember on MySpace you'd have your top eight. <laughs> Top eight, you could have and your you could have your like, theme song. You'd switch them and shit. Like if someone pissed you off, they'd be out of your top they'd eight. You'd demoted. be like, "Why'd you take me out of your top eight, bro?" <laughs> or like, "I was number four, and now I'm number seven. And oh, yeah. I, that's how like that's how you knew it was over with you and like and the girl you were the, dating. Uh, like if you were out of the top yeah. eight, that's, that's done. And then like you'd post like yeah. all of the like, "What's your favorite color? What's your favorite season? <laughs> how many boys have you kissed?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Countless. <laughs> Countless. Well, I can't even keep track. You don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, but but with everything, just even with information too, like I was, uh, I had a conversation with a family member who's uh, who's fairly religious this weekend mm-hmm. while I was in Michigan, and we were talking about Carl Sagan, uh, the original Cosmos, who wrote the original Cosmos, and uh, this individual wrote a paper on it, and I guess. Got it. Got an A on the paper in college, but also said that they basically disagreed with like the Big Bang theory and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they were into creation. And my my first thought was, I don't think that those two things have to be mutually exclusive. Exactly. 
Yeah. Like, like you can still believe in mm-hmm. some sort of creator and believe that that's the way that, that they decided that's the way to create he did the it. universe. Or she did like, it. I don't think it has to be. I, I don't think it has to be sympathy like that. And also, if you think, and this we didn't, this wasn't part of the conversation. But if you think that the Earth is six thousand years old, you're a fucking moron. Like that, <laughs> that is proven. That's not a thing. Like that's been proven over and over and over again. How did you get off of that on a MySpace? We were talking about information and how how fast communication is. And and just how how much information we have. No, it's like one of those things where you're like, if you think the Earth is 6,000 years old and you think that, you know, Abraham lived until he was 987, (laughs) we've got some shit to talk about. Yeah, Yeah, these figures aren't adding up. But you don't believe that dinosaurs roamed the Earth a billion years ago, like, or, you know, whatever it is. Like, the Democrats put them there. commies <laughs> yeah it's it's just you can't why is why well, is how it, are some why things is it so difficult yeah why is it so difficult to just have a rational conversation with mm-hmm. people and even if you walk away and say you know what jared like yeah i, I think don't, you're full of shit i think you're full of shit i don't believe what you're saying but thanks for having this convo with me because yeah. at least for maybe a split second even though i don't believe it i looked at it from a different angle. Yeah. And I still think you're full of it, but I'm going to walk away and I'm going to love you just the same. Have a good one. I, I think it's okay to have faith in something and still take in yeah. all of this new evidence <laughs> that we're learning every yeah. day. And well, and you know, I, I tend to think like why, cause I, you know, I do believe in, in something bigger and whatever, however you want to call or whatever you want to call it, that's fine. But, I have what I have, but I tend to think like if something, if God created the world and just left us there and didn't want to like mold it and shape it and make it evolve and like make all these, this crazy shit happen in a good way with technology and, you know, stem cells and, you know, whatever you want to call it. Like, I can't believe that somebody's just going to throw a, throw a ball into the universe and be like, good luck guys. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Here are these rules. <laughs> I got ten things Deuces. I need you to do. <laughs> ten quick things, and then I'm out. Yeah. So. Yeah, but the, the thing that all all that religious doctrine, especially if you're looking at like Christianity in particular, mm-hmm. were written thousands of years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, by really stupid people. Yeah. You know, people who knew nothing. Think about what those people knew. Compared to all of the things we it's know crazy. now, you know, yeah. just the fact that we're on a a sphere, a, spin, <laughs> a, a giant spin spinning rock. rock. Like they didn't know that. Possi- uh, possibly a sphere. Oh a- fuck you! <laughs> we aren't even. I'm not even going to entertain that. Shame. It's the most ridiculous shit ever. Oh, dude, it's so horrible. Yeah. Are you a flatlander? I, no. <laughs> Tell me the truth. I worked with some people who may or may not be. Okay. Okay. I don't think those people really are. I think they're just trying to mess with people. I really do. I don't think anybody <sighs> honestly believes that. No, dude. There's some people not. who just take YouTube videos like for facts. Gravity, bro. It's the internet. That's it. <laughs> they have answers for that. <laughs> no, okay. It's crazy. I don't. I don't even know. Did you know that did, I heard? Did we? Did we li- I'm sorry. Did we live together when I when I ordered that uh, geocentric Bible? 
I don't think so. And, no. <laughs> it, it, it's how all of our sciences bunk and how uh-huh. the Earth actually is uh-huh. the center of the entire universe, and that's why we can see what we can see because <clears throat> we are in the center. If we weren't in the center, we couldn't see all the other stuff. Okay. Like, it just, it, 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 it's just huh. mind-boggling. And how the, the sun actually is still stationary. Dude, it makes no sense. Okay. But people buy into that shit. I got it for free. People want something. Yeah, I was going to say, people want it? something I didn't to buy believe it. I got in. It for free. Yeah. I, I think it. people are so desperate to believe in something. Well, isn't that simpler? Like, if you just say, like, this is, this is it, this is what I believe, that's it, mm-hmm. kind of thing, to where having to constantly be inquisitive. And in searching for truth, um, I think I think a lot of people just find comfort in that, and th- yeah. that's just like with the way I was raised. Comfort in the or complacency, both probably. Yeah, yeah, because uh, with the way I was raised in, in mm-hmm. the Christian church, mm-hmm. like I remember having a comfort of feeling like you're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like I know what's gonna happen yeah. when I die. Yeah. I know, like this is. This is my life's plan. Yeah. I know why I'm here. Oh, I w- same you know? way. Same. Um, there was that comfort there. And then you're like, man, fuck. Like I, it's, I don't, the the reason that I believe the way I do now mm-hmm. isn't because I. that's what I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. It's just because I've taken in, you know, all, all the evidence other, that other I have. information. Yeah. Right. And you, you're just like, man, this doesn't seem yeah. right. And the way that people justify them to do really cruel shit to other people. Yeah. Uh, just that's you have to tap out of you can't be a part of it you yeah know? what's that uh wasn't it gandhi who said like i like your christ i don't like your christians but i like your mm-hmm. christ mm-hmm. um yeah. which is yeah yeah and i'm the same way i've, yeah. I've always said I'm, I'm a fan of jesus for sure <laughs> big fan for sure huge <laughs> yeah <laughs> huge huge <laughs> yo <laughs> yeah oh man what are we gonna do what are, what are we gonna do? We could plan a party. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Let's... I think I want to. Um, just regardless of everything, I think I want to spend like a significant, like a, a significant amount of time in like 2019, just trying to get young people registered to vote. Like mm-hmm. th- th- it's, it's gotta I, happen. Honestly, like I haven't. Um, I mean, I, and I'll. I mean, I'll say this. Like y'all, when I was a silly little 18 year old girl, I was. Just loved old W. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I think that he's, he's hilarious. cute. I think, he's, <laughs> I think he's hilarious now, but you know, I was in a, it's a very Southern school and, and as I've gotten older, I'm, I'm so thankful for the people around me who have educated me. And, you know, uh, I'm sure you will talk about this with, uh, my husband next week, but he is, you know, he's huge, huge political, uh, he loves politics yeah. and he has like given me such an education, but I just think like moving forward, I, I mean, I, I feel like I keep referencing it, but I feel like we're just living in a real big dumpster fire right now. And well, even W thinks that though. Yeah, exactly. Even W's like, hold the phone. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, absolutely. Like getting people registered to vote and even like, I mean, education, 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 because I, I mean, I've, I had a conversation with somebody not too long ago who literally said that, um, and they were engaged in a conversation with, uh, somebody who has 
uh, immigrated to this com- to this country. And the gentleman was saying, like, at the end of the day, we're all immigrants. Like, we all came here from somewhere. And this woman literally said, not me. I know I'm part Native American. <laughs> and it was like, this is, this, is, this is what's happening. And it's just one of those things where it's like people have to register to vote. They have to be educated in a, you know, a non-biased way. I mean, I... I don't I don't see how you could look at, you know, the children being taken away from their parents uh, because of this, this government and and tr- be able to, you know, say that that justify it. I mean, I was like in a in a ball of I donated to everyone. Yeah. I called everyone. I donated to everyone. I was a mess for a week because I'm like this. This is not. It's insane. It's insanity. And then everyone, and that was the worst part about it was, was it's, it's, it's not about who did it. Right. Let's fucking fix it immediately. Absolutely. Like, let's stop. Like, then don't break the law. No, fuck you. No, this isn't about don't break the law type shit. Don't be illegal. I love the, well, let's take, can't we take care of our, our people first? Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Jesus, man. Do you know how many kids if, are, 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 you know, yeah. and shit? If my eyes could roll any harder into the back of my head right now, I'd go blind. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's, I think I think a lot of, uh, I think a lo- the reason a lot of religious fanatics are also huge fans of Trump is because I think that they're fulfilling, like, this revelations type shit. Yeah. To, like, I think a they're lot of them it. want the world to end. Yeah. Like they they they're ready keep, for keep it up. <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're, no no they really they they believe yeah. Christ is going to come back yeah. on his white horse with you know for yeah. seven years and what whatever yeah. the fuck Revelation says mm-hmm. like that's they're trying yeah. to fulfill that prophecy. Yeah, I think you have an excellent point though for two thousand and you know the rest of this year and next year to um, you know to register people to vote and there's I can't even remember. I like quotes, guys. Obviously, I keep quoting things. I can't remember this one specifically, but it's like um, the one that says, like, find the helpers. Mm-hmm. And like, we're getting to a point now where we we need to be the helpers. Mm-hmm. And like, you got to do something, whatever it is, even if it's, you know, crying because you're watching CNN. So you donate to, you know, the yeah. ACLU or, you know, you go out and. Well, you you march to some for something or you know whatever it is that you can do to shine a light. Yeah, know. I mean the way that I got registered to vote was I was 18 years old. I was outside of a punk rock show, mm-hmm. and this dude came up to me. He's like, "You registered to vote?" I said, "No." He's like, "Do you want to be?" I was like, "Sure." Sure. He took my driver's license, wrote down all the information. Yeah. You know, he was like, "Do you want to affiliate with the party?" And at the time, I didn't. Right. I didn't understand. Yeah. How open and closed primaries work. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't want to be a part of it. No, I'm <laughs> fucking punk rock. The only party I like is the one in there. Yeah. Uh, but still, like a week later, I got in the mail. I got my voters registration yep. card. And yeah. I was like, shit. Yeah. Let's go vote. Let's you do know? it. Yeah. And otherwise, I don't know how long I would have gone without being registered. It's true. Who knows? Yeah. So. But, so uh, go vote, kids. Yeah. That's. Pay attention. Moral of the podcast. Yeah. If you so. want, I believe it was the uh, effervescent Whoopi Goldberg who said, if you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you, <laughs> you better, better wake, wake up and pay attention. 
<laughs> Let's distract two. <laughs> and with that, I'm out. Sweet. Uh, real quick, before we go, uh, uh, Jamie, how can yes. people uh, check out your shit? Fancy um, doc- so you can go to uh, yourfancyevent.com, and that's Y-O-U-R, not Y-O-U-R-E. Fancy event. Y-O-U-R, F-A-N-C-Y, E-V-E-N, E-V-E-N-T.com. Um, or you can email me at info at your fancy event. I'm on Instagram at Fancy Celebrations. Facebook at Fancy Weddings. Call me. Text me. Let me plan you a good party. Sweet. Thank you so much Thank for Thank you time. for having me. and so much on. fun. And, uh, yeah, and if you guys have any questions, uh, hit us up, uh, wimty, W-I-M-T-Y dot podcast at gmail.com. And if you have any questions for Jamie, you could also email us on that. We'll make sure that she gets them. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you all next week.